0: Everybody to another edition of MLB DFS Pickins. Your Wednesday, June twenty sixth edition. There's a six game early, nine game main slate on Tavia. We're gonna break down the nine one in full. Give you the quick cliff notes on the six game early, and rock and roll from there. So let's get out of your six game early. And also weather wise, nothing too crazy to look at. Wind blowing out in Detroit about ten miles an hour. It's about it. Um your totals White Sox, Red Sox nine, Blue Jays, Yankees, 10, Royals, Indians 9, Padres, Orioles, 10, Dodgers, D-Backs, 10, Giants, Rock, um, Rockies, 7.5. So 9 or more in um all six totals early on. Like that's just ridiculous. Ridiculous stuff there. Uh when you're looking at this early slate of action, uh you got uh you got Chris Sale 11 6 at home against the White Sox. That's obviously a great play if you're gonna pay up. You can look that direction. You can drop down hundred, 1000 bucks to Trevor Bauer. He's been very, very up and down, but he's in play. Or you go to Hermon Marquez at 10 k against the Giants. That seems like the play if you're paying up. Great matchup against the Giants. We saw what John Gray did a couple nights ago. The Giants' offense is dreadful. Very, very dreadful. So Marquez at 10 k is a very, very good play at that price point. If you want to go down, though, Dylan Bundy's been actually really, really good. He's 8100 bucks against the Padres. Not a bad, cheaper option if you choose to go that direction. Um... You can roll the dice with some Jeff Samarja at home against the Rockies. that has been a thing. Uh, Samarja at home has been very, very good uh, compared to on the road at 6400 bucks. So That's not a bad move either. Other than that, it's really, really ugly on this slate. So the pitchers I'd look at would be Chris Sale, Marquez, Bundy, Samarja. Those would be the four guys I'd be building around on this slate. And when you're looking to attack the bats on this slate, the Dodgers against uh, Clark of Arizona is a great play in Arizona. Very, very, very good play. When you look at the Dodgers um, – they have a 5.3 team total, lefties 398, righties 342 off of Taylor Clark. So a really good spot there for the Doyers. you got Boston versus Ronaldo Lopez, not bad. But Baltimore versus Matt Strom is interesting in the GPP because Strom's either really good or really, really bad. We've seen how Baltimore hits against left-handed pitching. Ronaldo Nunez hits him well. Hanser Alberto is one of the best average hitters in baseball against left-handed pitching. you got Trey Mancini. Pedro Severino has been crushing them as well. So interesting angles there. They have a 4.85 team total. Lefty's 347, righty's 340 off of Matt Strom. So that's an angle you can attack on that one. Uh, Cleveland versus Junis isn't bad. Uh, Not running to do that. You got Arizona versus Gonsolin. Gonsolin making his debut for the Dodgers. We don't know a ton about him. So you can roll the dice with some Arizona. I don't hate it. It's a very intriguing play. Um, It's just not like a must play by any means. But it's very, very intriguing. Gonsolin coming from the right side of the plate. So you'll have, you know, Marte and Peralta and, uh, you know, draw Dyson and all those good options out there in Arizona you can attack with. Uh, the Yankees just keep dropping bombs. So that's always an option in that matchup. I didn't mention James Paxton. Paxton can be an option at 9K against Toronto because they strike out so much. But at the same time, I think Toronto's a very good GPP play. Uh, Lourdes Gurriel's been on fire. Uh, Gritchik, Teoscar Hernandez, good GPP type plays. Uh, Vladdy's going to get it going sooner than later. So, you got GPP options in that lineup for James Paxton. And then the Royals versus Trevor Bauer is a very intriguing GPP angle as well. So, some definite options you can do on this six game slate. If you need more questions answered, the member discord at thequantedge.com or the fantasy sports degens Slack chat will have them for you there. But my pitching again Chris Sale, Herman Marquez, you could go Paxton, but mainly Bundy and Samarja. And then you load up on Arizona, the Dodgers are two good spots to load up on, especially the Dodgers. Uh, Boston's in play, Baltimore and Toronto are sneaky GPP plays. So a couple of angles for you right there. Now Let's get into the nine-game main slate of action. Your totals on the nine-game slate, Mets-Phillies, 10.5, Rangers-Tigers, 8.5, Nationals-Marlins, 7.5, A's-Cardinals waiting on that one. Braves, Cubs, nine and a half. Reds, Angels, waiting on that one because the Angels are making some pitching changes. Pirates, Astros, nine and a half. Mariners, Brewers, waiting on that one because the Mariners are opening. Uh, And Rays, Twins, nine. So lots of normal to high totals as usual in the world of baseball we live in today. Pitching, your top price pitcher is Mike Miner at $11,000 at the Detroit Tigers. That is a very, very good place to pitch if you're Mike Miner you know, got road ERA, averaging about 17 points on the road. He's been much better at home. His recent road starts at Cincinnati, got you 19.5. At Boston, 22.4. You've got you 17 at the Angels. So good things coming from Mike Miner these days, and it doesn't hurt facing the Detroit Tigers, who strike out almost 26% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Minor 25% K rate, 42% ground ball rate. And Detroit's got a 4.35 team total. Lefties, 247. Righty's 314 and they have an average of best 166 ISO versus left handed pitching. So, Mike Minor, if you're paying all the way up, it's a steep price tag for Mike Minor, but on this slate, very good play at that price point. In that same matchup, you got Matt Boyd at 10,000 at home, where he's been very good at 3 1 ERA at home. Recent home starts 20.4 against Minnesota. His last two road starts were bad, but prior to that, 20.4, 20.3, 29, 23, 18. A hiccup in 25 and 29. Matt Boyd's been outstanding this year. Facing a Texas team, that's not a bad team, but they strike out 23.5% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Boyd, huge K rate, 30% strikeout rate, 37% ground ball rate. All really good stuff there. And Texas has a 4.15 team total. Lefty's hitting 272, righty's 295. When you look at Texas, a 290 Woba and a 131 ISO, both very bad versus left-handed pitching. So Matt Boyd is a very, very good play at $10,000. You know, every now and then he gets hit around, it happens. But at ten dollars very good play. I think he's got the same, if not more, upside than Mike Miner. Both really solid looks up top here. And the last guy above 9K is Jacob Rizzi at home against his former team, the Tampa Bay Rays. He went into Tampa recently, six shutout innings, 9Ks for 33.1 points. And at home this year is a 191 ERA compared to 332 on the road. He's averaging almost 25 points per game at home. He's been absolutely outstanding at home this season. It's a raised team is striking out over 23% of the timers, right-handed pitching. And they've kind of been slumping a bit of late. They have a team total of 4.4, lefties 262, righties 3. Uh, righties are, did they really say what I thought it said? Let me double check. 329, I'm glad I checked. Uh, 329 versus Jake Goderizzi. He's always been a reverse splits guy. So something to keep in mind there. But very intriguing play at 9,500, probably low-owned as well. So you your 9K and above, I got Boyd 1, Minor 2, Odorizzi 3. Uh, very good options up top there. Then it gets a little interesting. We've got to keep an eye on the the pitching. I believe it's Griffin Canning for the Angels. But I've seen some other reports out there. If it's Griffin Canning at 8200 bucks, he's worth the look at home. Been pretty good this year, averaging 17 points per game at home. And overall, this has a pretty good floor as a starting pitcher against a Reds team that um, – not world beaters, especially on the road, getting out of Great American Small Park, something you can definitely enjoy there. They strike out almost twenty four percent of the time versus right handed pitching, and they have a three thirteen wOBA versus right handed pitching as well. So Griffin Canyon, eighty two hundred bucks, someone to keep an eye on there. Uh, Hugh Darvish, if you Darvish is going to get really contrarian in a GPP at seventy six hundred against the Braves. The Braves' offense is very very good. Darvish has been a roller coaster ride. He got shelled by the Braves earlier this year. Uh, he's very, very up and down this season. But coming off 14 points against the Mets, 32 at the Dodgers, struggled at Coors, but then 14-4, 19-3 out of 17 in there. Very, very up and down, but very, very much a GPP play with a guy like you Darvish because he's got a huge ceiling and a massive floor. Atlanta strikes out 21% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Darvish, 26% K rate, but walks 13%. And that's what's crushed him because other than that, a 47% ground ball rate, 30% hard contact rate. are great, like great numbers. The locks get them in trouble, and then they pay. Like, that's just how it works. They're taking advantage of them, and it happens. Atlanta, 4.16 total. Lefties 351. Righty's 307 versus Darvish. So, a GPP, I got no problem going to Darvish. Just no, extremely risky, but the upside is definitely there. A couple more to look at. Zach Gallen making his home debut for the Miami Marlins at 7,100. He was outstanding in his first start. Five innings, five hits, 106 Ks at the Cardinals for 17 DraftKings points. The Nationals' offense a little better than the Cardinals, but still very gettable. If you're Zach Gallon, the Nationals strike out 23% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Uh, when you look at Washington, they have a team total of 4.1. Lefties were 150, righties 367 in a very small sample versus Gallon. But the Nats only a 313 woba versus right-handed pitching. A 178 ISO is not bad, but a 313 woba at 7,100 bucks, Gallon is definitely a play tonight. Pretty good upside play in that matchup. And lastly, here, Framber Valdez at 6,900. I like quite a bit at home against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Valdez, 255 home ERA compared to 509 on the road. Since he's hit the rotation, you know, at the Yankees, got shelled. But Toronto, six innings, two earned, eight Ks for 26 points. Baltimore, seven innings, one earned, seven Ks for 24.2 points. And he even had a 17 pointer prior to that. So you take the Yankees start out, which I'm pretty sure we're going to all agree is going to happen a lot now because the Yankees are ridiculous. Framber Valdez has been very, very good since entering the rotation. Now, the Pirates only strike out about 18.5% of the time versus lefties. That sucks. But Framber Valdez is a minus 252 home favorite. Only Chris Sale and James Paxton on the early slate are higher than that. He is the by far the highest favorite on the evening slate. Uh, he strikes out 22% that he faces. Walks are a little bit of an issue. But a 60% ground ball rate is outstanding. And you got a Pittsburgh team with a 3.53 team total, second lowest on this slate, just above the Miami Marlins. Lefties 245, righties 318. And when you look at the Pirates, only a 304 Woba and a 150 ISO, which are not good at all. So, Framber Valdez at 69, really, really good punt down below. So, I got him number one, Gallant number two, Canning three, you Darvish four. Now, if you're looking to just say screw it, punt it all. You can use Wade LeBlanc as he comes out of the bullpen to face the Brewers. I like the Brewers' bats. The Brewers' bats have been ice-frickin'-cold for the most part. Uh, LeBlanc's been pretty good. 28-7 against Baltimore. struggled at Oakland. 25-3 against the, the Angels. 17 against Houston. Some pretty good runs out there. He is hittable at times. We're not going to sugarcoat that. But at $5,800, he's pitching well above a $5,800 pitcher these days. Uh, Milwaukee striking out 25% of the time. Versus left-handed pitching. So that's a big plus for LeBlanc. Who strikes only 18%. But has improved quite a bit of late. The thing that you need to remember here. He's coming in after the opener. When he usually does that is in the American League. Where there's no... He, there's a designated hitter. There's no DH tonight. So he might get pinch hit for. So his normal potential 4-6 to six innings might get cut short. That's the risk you're going to be playing. But if he's dealing and the and the, uh, the Mariners have a good lead. They'll probably let him go. But if it's a close game and they got to make the move... He might get cut an inning or two short. So just keep that in mind with LeBlanc. A little different situation tonight in that matchup, but not bad at 5,800. About the only punt I'm looking at outside of Valdez at 69, if you want to consider him a punt. All right, recapping your pitching real quick. All the way up top, I got Matt Boyd, Mike Miner, Jake Odorizzi. In the middle, Frember Valdez, Zach Gallon, Griffin Canning, Hugh Darvish. Down below, Wade LeBlanc. So some good options for you there. Uh, on an interesting nine-game slate. Check out the bats on this slate. He has Mardi Grondahls up to 5K. Really good look in that matchup. Went deep yesterday. He's one of the bright spots for the Brew Crew. No problem there because he's the switch hitter, right? He's left. He's, does not matter. Omar Narvaez is an inter- interesting play as well. But Wilson Contreras, I don't mind going back to that. Will at 4,500. First pitch to contact Dallas Keiko. 11 more points for Contreras last night. Averaging over 10 in his last 10. So a good spot there at 4,500. A few other ones to, to, to pick apart here. JT Real Muto at 4K versus Vargas is in play. Vargas has shown some splits for sure over his time. The Phillies a 5.16 total. Lefty's 271, which still is not bad. And righty's 347 off of Vargas. So in his career, is a splits guy this year. It's a normal split. Righty's are hitting him very, very well. So Rio Muto at 4K in play. Seven more points last night. Seven and 14 in his last two. You know, he had a big slump going back to back nights of getting getting on base, extra base hits. Maybe he's going to get it going again at 4K. Enjoy it while you can. Josh Fagley at 37 versus Wayno, very interesting play there. Wayno's just been a disaster against lefties and righties this year. It's been really, really bad. Elias Diaz hits lefties well. If you're not using Framber Valdez, I go to Elias at 34. Otherwise, you're obviously going elsewhere. And like Johnny Lucroy is a good play against Tanner Roark or whatever your lineup say. First base, big meat, Pete against Nick Pavetta. Lefties, righties, you name it. They've hit Pavetta this year. I know he came back from the minors much better. Got shellacked his last time out. Pete Alonzo's been a monster. The Mets offense is clicking. Alonzo at 54, really good GPP play. I mean, you know, cash and GPP play. Freddie Freeman's the GPP play against Hugh Darvish. If you think it's a bad Darvish day, you go back to Freddie Freeman. You know, he's had a 0, 3, and a 5 in his last three. He's much better than that. His his hard contact rate versus right-handed pitching this year is astronomical. It's just insane. I wrote him up last night for the batter breakdown for tonight, and it's well over 50%. He's crushing right-handed pitching. 5,100 versus Darvish, very intriguing today. Dan Vogelbach went deep yesterday. Keep an eye on that, but i go to Reese Hoskins at 47. Another home run yesterday for Reese. He's just really getting it done this season overall. 16-14-6, 16-15 in his last five. Really good stuff from Reese going against Vargas at 47. I like that quite a bit. Uh, Jay Bruce also in play. But Matt Adams, if you're going to fade Zach Gallon, Adams, the way he hits right-handed pitching is outstanding. He's 4,500, and he'll go low on. So I think a lot of people will flock to Zach Gallon tonight. Uh, a few other targets for you down here. You could look at uh, Matt Olsen versus Wayne. Oh, I like that a lot. Lefties are crushing Wayne, Olson Olsen at 41, went deep last night. Very good look for you again tonight. If you're fading Mike Miner, you're going to want to get some of the power in Detroit Brandon Dixon's been swinging a power bat for them. Nine homers on the air, 750 OPS. Uh, three straight goose eggs for Mr. Dixon. But prior to that, a 16, a 16, a 7, a 0, a 7, a 14. Had some power upside at 37 versus Mike Miner. It's extremely risky. No sugar in that at all. But uh, lefty's 247, righty's 314 off Mike Miner. Brandon Dixon would be a value play. I really like the Astros tonight versus Agrizal of uh, Pittsburgh. Very much pitch to contact guy in the minors. Like six, seven, eight K per nine in most of his minors days. Uh, Gurriel went deep yesterday's first base, third base at thirty-seven, good price point there. Um, Joey Votto at thirty-six as a punt, and then Tyler White at thirty-four hundred. If Houston another punt, uh, he went zero for four yesterday's GPP only, but 0-20, to eleven in his last four. So Boomer bust at thirty-four hundred with Tyler White, cheap piece of a very good Houston play tonight. A, a team total just below six. Lefties uh, are, are barely hitting Agrizol at all, but right it's very small sample, so I'm not gonna give them away. But uh Houston highest total on the slate. They have a 332 WOBA, 188 ISO versus right-handed pitching. Second place, you got or second base, you got Moose, who's definitely a play. It's lefties and righties. No problems there. But Jeff McNeil at 45 is where I would start. Second base outfit eligible, 18 more points last night, his sixth four-hit game of his career. Just keeps getting it done. Really good catch game play with some GPP upside. 4500 bucks versus Nick Pavetta. I really like Jeff McNeil in cash games with that GPP appeal. Uh, Dietrich, cash game relevant, but I go to Ozzy Albee's one deep yesterday. 4100 versus Darvish. Good look there. And then Jose Altuve, his price is slowly creeping up. He's up to 41 tonight. You know, it's 38 34 39 $39. he has got 521, $511 in his last four. He's hit safely in five straight now uh, since coming off the IL. $4,100 in tonight's matchup. is really good play there for Altu- uh, Altuve. Really Really good play. Uh, if you want to get weird, David Boat versus uh, Keikel at 4K is in play. Or you slide on down to Tommy Lestelli. who had an inside the park home run last night. He's 4,000 as well. Good looking out for you there. That's about all for now at second base. There'll be some value that pops up later on. Third base, Rendon's always in play. You got Moustakis. But Scott Kingery went deep again yesterday. He's 4,900 versus Vargas. Uh, Philadelphia, really, really good play, obviously, tonight. They have a team total of 5.6, just below the Astros against Jason Vargas so Philly for a third straight night will be on that train you know we were on them at the beginning of the year when they went nuts then they slumped massively with injuries they're healthy again we're back on this Phillies train the juggernaut that is the Philadelphia Phillies um, and Kingery at 49 you got Bregman at 49 his 22nd home run of the year last night 26 DraftKings points last night Um, Bregs he's gonna hit a hot streak again here pretty soon he's been playing pretty well still through this time but he hasn't had that big consecutive double digit type nights over and over again Good chance he could do it again tonight. Uh, Chris Bryan at 45 is not bad. Todd Fraser swing swinging a really good stick. If you want to be contrarian in a GPP at 43, you can go there. Or you look down to a guy like Kyle Seeger at 41 as the Mariners went off last night. Very interesting spot again tonight for Seattle against Hauser. Uh, Adrian Hauser Lefties 237, right. He's 270 in a very, very small sample. So the Mariners could be another sneaky one tonight. Mentioned David Boat already. Uh, Tommy with Stella, mentioned him as well. If you want to get uh, weird, you can go J.D. Davis at 38, not running to do that. But guys like Brian Anderson or Patrick Corbin at 37, a little bit of GPP appeal there. Uh, Marlins, again, the lowest team total. But lefty's 274, righty's 334 off of Patrick Corbin. So you want to get weird with the Marlins, you can definitely do that. And Brian Anderson would be one of those pieces. We'll mention a few more as the slate goes on. But Brian Anderson at uh, 37 would be one of those options for sure. Mitchell Gurriel at 37. Uh, Mikel Frankel's on fire, and he's 3,500. If you want to ride that wave, you can do that as well. Short stuff, you got Trey Turner, who had a grand slam last night. Good stuff there. Bregman at 49. Javi Baez at 46 is a great play at that price point. Really like that quite a bit. Uh, JP Crawford talked about him the other day. Four for four. Another big night last night. Two for five. 17 more points. 17, 31, 0. 17, 12, 11 over his last six. So 11 or more in five of his last six. He had one zero. Otherwise, 11 or more in every single game. 4300 bucks tonight's a really good price tag for J.P. Crawford. Another great matchup for the Mariners versus Adrian Hauser. So keep an eye on him at 43. Uh, yeah, Kevin Newman at 42 is not horrible. Gene Segura versus Vargas at 41. Very, very good as well. A uh, good spot for Gene Segura. A few others to pick at will be just kind of checking lineups and punt, because William Adamas at 32 is about the only thing that stands out as a punt. Jose Iglesias at 34 could be one uh, Jose Peraza as well. Heading the outfield, lock and loaded. Yellick, Trout, good plays, of course. Jordan Alvarez, a really, really good place up to 5,200 now. RBI double last night. Great spot here against Agrizal. Uh, Juan Soto at 51 is really good as well. Marte, all good plays, but it's, it's Jordan, it's Soto, those are kind of my top ones there and obviously Trout's always a great play. Dropping below 5000, um, we get the the uh the looks of Scott Kingry again at 4900, who we obviously obviously like against uh, Vargas, like George Springer's back at 49 if you're stacking Houston, you can definitely look there. Good spot for him. Malik Smith has been crushing it. Talked about him yesterday. Nine more points last night, averaging 11 over his last 10. In a really good spot there, you can match him and JP Crawford and some other guys up there in Seattle and get weird. Yet again, was, they were kind of a, a sneaky play last night, in play again tonight. Conforto at forty-seven versus Pavetta, very very good look for you there. Uh, Jay Bruce talked about him already. Michael Brantley at forty-six, kind of quite kind of quiet overall of late, but a good play tonight against Agrizol. Nixon's Nixonzel guys went deep again last night. I told you I liked the Reds. I know he didn't. He had an RBI. He had a double, but. Uh, 40 4,600. I like the Reds. They just didn't come through. It was a great spot for him. Heaney pitched great. I mentioned it. It's either Heaney's going to pitch great or the Reds are going to come through as pick the poison and Heaney came through with the Reds on the road. The Reds are great American small park. Different story. But uh, Sinzel at 46. Very, very good. Chris Bryant, not bad. Jeff McNeil. Love that play. Uh, you do have Ryan Braun who will face a lefty after his first at-bat. So his first at-bat will be against a righty. Then he gets the lefty. 17 points in back-to-back games. Had a good game last night, Obviously. He's 45. You got Shohei Otani versus Tanner Work at 45. Very good play. Tanner Work can get hit by lefties quite a bit. But again, if you want to get weird with Miami, Garrett Cooper is 4,400 versus Patrick Corbin. Something to think about there. Uh, you got the red hot Yasiel Puig against Griffin Canning is an interesting play there. Uh, a few other ones to take a look at as you slide on down the 4K range. Victor Robles is 4K if you want to ride that way. Josh Reddick at 4,000 is not shabby either. Like Justin Upton against Tanner Rourke at 4,000. We're stacking the Angels at some play. Probably not a one-off. Um, you know Chris Davis at 39 versus Waino, but there's no DH. So see if he's even playing. Uh, Cole Calhoun at only 39 is a good play versus work. Jesse Winker at 39. Both interesting plays in their matchups. Other than that, you're going to want to check a like Nick Marquette at the 37. has got a peel. Delano Shields. Nick Castellanos. GPP only. mentioned Brian Anderson already. GPP type plays, but nothing jumping off the page at this moment unless you need to fill things in later. Roman Quinn at 35 is one I do like against Vargas. Quinn hits lefties really well. Two nights ago, got the start, put up 11 points. He's a good punt at 35. But yeah, other than that, check the lineups to see what pops up. Jacoby Jones, a cheapy versus Mike Miner as well. Recap, your pitching up top, Boyd, Miner, Odorizzi. In the middle, Valdez, Gallon, Canning, Darvish. Down below, Wade LeBlanc. So, interesting stuff indeed. When you're stacking it up, you could go to Milwaukee if you want. The Angels versus Rourke is, is good. to in play for sure. I think Seattle's very sneaky versus Adrian Hauser. At least a mini stack of some sort. I think that's a good option there. Uh, Oakland versus Wainwright's very good as well. As Wainwright is just garbage. Absolute garbage. So, you can get a lot there with uh, Oakland. Lefty 377. Righty's 294 off Wainwright. But Houston is a phenomenal play versus Dario Agrizal. Philly versus Jason Vargas. Both two really, really good looks tonight. like those quite a bit. The Mets versus Pavetta could be fun as well. So those three, very, very intriguing. You got the A's and the Mariners as some sneakier plays as well. And then you can kind of pick your poison. There's always offense on baseball. So you can get weird if you want to get weird. BVP, I'll do all of it six game and nine game slate or early action. Chevis and Devers have taken Ronaldo Lopez deep. Um, Francisco Lindor 7 for 16 2 doubles and 3 home runs off Jacob Junis that's not bad uh, Whit Merrifield 6 for twenty two 2 doubles off of Trevor Bauer Merrifield 1st player to 100 hits this season quietly doing it again Brandon Belt 5 for 10 with a double and 2 triples off of Marquez Posey's taking Marquez deep Brandon Crawford 6 for 16 with a triple uh, Daniel Murphy 10 for 20 2 doubles a triple and a homer off Shark Desmond 10 for 30 3 doubles 2 homers Arenado, 13 for 35, four doubles and a triple. Blackman, 10 for 37, two doubles, two triples and a homer. As a team, the Rockies are in 309 off Samarja with a 362 wOBA and a 191 ISO. That's pretty good. I don't know how much of that was in Coors, but that's pretty good. Uh, When you get to the evening action, Elvis Andrews, 5 for 13 with a double off of Boyd. Uh, You got a few others to look at, but not much at the moment. Uh, Nick Markega is three for six. Johnny Lucroy, seven for 16, a double and a homer off Rourke. Calhoun, Lucroy, Upton all have one homer off Rourke. Justin Bohr has three homers off of Rourke. Uh, Nelson Cruz, eight for 26, two doubles and a homer off Charlie Morton. But really overall, not a ton of BVP when you're taking a look at it. So some good stuff there. When you're looking at the uh, the sheets over at Fantasy Sports DJs in the Slack chat, uh, the, projected, the top projected value arms for the night slate, Jason Vargas leads the way, all by Adam Wainwright, Framber Valdez, Nick Pavetta, Wade LeBlanc. So take that with a grain of salt. Uh, very good stuff there. It's just we don't know. We're still making sure the sheets are accurate, but that's, uh, that's interesting. It might help you find a sleeper there, so keep that in mind. Also, top projected point, guys. Obviously, Chris Sale leads the way on the early slate. But on the evening slate, he goes Mike Miner, uh, Waino. The sheets really like Waino versus uh, the A's. That's interesting. Uh, Griffin Canning, Jason Vargas, Jake Derizzi, round out your pitchers on the night slate. And when you're looking at top value on the day slate for or, or the night slate for bats, uh, they really like the day bats, obviously. Like Nomar Mazzara, Wilson Contreras, uh, Puig, Rengifo pops up, Jacoby Jones. So some good stuff there. We're looking at top points at the hitting position on the night slate. It really likes the day slate. Contreras, um, not much. It's all day. Javi Baez, so the Cubs, Nomar Mazar, Puig, Yellick, Domingo Santana. So a lot of day slate action on the sheets. They really, really like the day slate. But with that being said, that'll wrap us up for day today's edition of Quick. It's, again, six-game early, nine-game main slate, all broken down for you. If you want some more stuff, a member Discord chat, some awesome tools to utilize, articles, and more, go to thequantedge.com. Use promo code Bubba to get $10 off the rest of the season package. So get the season for $74.99. Football just around the corner. So if you want to try the all sports for one month for $19.99, go do that as well using promo code Bubba. If not, come over to FantasysportsDGens.com. There's a lot of great content going out over there. Uh, Bench with Bubba episode 182 with uh, Chris Meaney. Or not Chris Meaney. Chris Healy, Heaney of Rotowire just dropped the other day. Lots of good stuff there. And much, much more. we got golf this week in Detroit. Rocket Mortgage Classic. The Always Pressing PGA Podcast has you covered as well with myself and Jesse. Lots going on. Check us all out. I'm on Twitter at trick And a rating and review would be much, much appreciated. But this was the Wednesday, June 26th edition of MLB DFS Pickets. I am out. know.